Fancy Masterpiece 105.3 The Fan live from Surprise for Texas Rangers Spring Training. And it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. And you know what I would like to do, and I've been told that we will have a daily hit with this man. It is Jared Sandler, uh, who is on the call today. Mm. Thanks to Sonic. Oh, it's so good. good. Sonic. Jared, thanks for being here, man. How's hey, it's going? great being here. Why? Well, I, I want some Sonic. Yeah, we're going to probably. What train. are you doing here? We're dude? probably going to be yeah. rocking. Can you get out of my way? Hey, we're on air right Come now, on. Zach Wolchuk. So don't so say the cuss words. Zach doesn't care. He talks on the phone in the clubhouse like he's oh, part of the team. Oh, let's talk okay. about it. All right, Jared. If you can, ex- if you can explain this story a little bit more, we talked about it a little bit this morning. We did not know the Zach part of the story, but evidently the uh, the the nosebleeders from the G bag section. Had some new. Uh, they had have some etiquette to learn <laughs> yeah. in the clubhouse. First day in the clubhouse at spring training for both of them. Now Zach should know better because Zach uh, has spent ample amount of time in the big league clubhouse. But I'm just walking around minding my business, and then I see Zach like walking up and down the clubhouse like he's a man on a mission with the phone to his ear. Like he's making trades. Like, like, yeah, like he's like a you know an agent or a GM, like, you know, making some moves. And then apparently he left the clubhouse uh, and walked right past the sign that said, no media beyond this point. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, starts, <laughs> and starts trying to, uh, I think, have his conversation with Sean and RJ and Bobby wow. uh, in the uh, the restricted area. And so he, awesome. he was politely asked to uh, relocate. And then about 10 minutes later, Eric decided to just set up shop on the couch and uh, have a slumber party with Nathaniel Lowe. So he just go, walks up, sits down next to Nathaniel Lowe, so, and, and Nate's, uh, Nate's nice about it. Yeah, and Eric, Eric was really funny, uh, just maneuvering around the clubhouse, uh, trying to meet people. And I guess he saw an opportunity with Nathaniel Lowe. He's a good guy. And I think... You guys had talked to Nathaniel Lowe earlier. We did. And so they Eric, did. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, and so Eric just... Uh, sits down on the couch and, like, makes himself right at home, throws his arm, not around Nathaniel Lowe, but around the back of the couch. Uh, I think he might have even had, like, one leg on, like, the other leg's knee. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think he was, like, really and, – and all the clubbies who, you know, it, it's a part of their responsibility to keep the clubhouse, in, you know, in good shape and, and sort of assess uh, or, or enforce some rules for, you know, people like us. They're gathering around – behind the couch – uh, one of them had uh, kind of mimicked someone kicking something, like kick this guy out. They're looking at Rich Rice, who's like, I, you know, because Eric was, it was harmless. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's a rule, but I don't, there's not a great reason why, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's their clubhouse and you don't want to infringe. But Nathaniel Lowe didn't seem to have a problem with it. But as you guys talked about earlier, he's very lucky that certain former Rangers were either not present or oh, on the team, uh, namely Lance Lynn, Will Clark, uh, <laughs> I, I think, you know, Adrian Beltre. Certain guys, old school guys, would have had something to say about it in a big way. And John Blake would have probably had something to say about it, but John uh, is not in surprise at the moment. Now, that that's very similar to how we treat people that come up to the studio, Kevin. 
if you come up to the station and you don't ask to sit on the goose, that's what everybody calls it. Our couch is the goose. If you don't no, ask, no then you're, then we get upset. Yeah. But if we say, hey, go ahead and have a seat on the goose, then it's perfectly okay. Well, who named it the goose? Is that because of all the stains? Uh, Only Corey. Yeah. When that. I was a kid, my friend's mom called uh, releasing gas a goozing. Oh. And so I was I called that the the fart couch essentially, <laughs> and it was the it was the goose couch. So that's what uh, that's what it's the goose now. So that's why we call it that. Everybody does. All right. So did did Eric learn a lesson today then, or do you think he'll go back in tomorrow and do the exact same thing? <laughs> well, I. That's yes. a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Eric learn lessons. Go, it might go different if he does it again. Yeah, I don't think uh, second time will be treated as patiently. Uh, I, I think Eric probably was in a state to where he, you know, understood the lesson and mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he was good about it. I'll tell you, I, I learned some lessons the hard way via John Blake, and he's lucky that John wasn't here because John would have thrown a fit. Uh, and it would have been very loud, and you would have definitely been embarrassed. I've been on that end of things before, and I walked out with my tail between my legs thinking I'm never stepping foot in here again. Eric kind of had this, like, positive disposition, like, oh, okay, I'm sorry I violated this rule and everyone wanted to kick me out, but, hey, we're all having a good time, right? Let's party, and, you know, hey, we'll come back tomorrow and maybe do the same thing. He pulls I, that off. I still remember the time that Evan Grant chased after John Blake, like they were lovers that had gotten in a fight because John was mad at something. Evan said he stormed out of, like, not the clubhouse, but the media room. And Evan, like, wait, John. And he walked <laughs> after him. And I was like, that's nice. I hope they make it. And they make mended up. that fence pretty quickly. They really did. Now, we were coming into today thinking we were going to get Jack Leiter and Kamar Rocker to, uh, off the top. And it sounds like, are they getting sent back down? Is that yeah. what's going on? They're, yeah. no, they're, they're both going to pitch. Uh, but Cody Bradford is going to start. They. We didn't get a, a great reason as to why. The only thing Bruce Bochy said was, you know, they decided they wanted them to throw more in the middle innings. And uh, He told us it was to drop down the pressure. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that would make sense, right? I mean, there's obviously a lot of attention on Jack Leiter. Maybe if he was coming off of a really good year, it would be different. But I think, uh, you know, he didn't have a great year. And, you know, I, I you, you have him in the middle innings. Maybe you're not facing, you know, all the big leaguers that make the trip and, uh, and yeah, there's not as much pressure when you, you come in. I think they just they want to be smart and ease Jack back into things uh, after what happened last year. And I think he'll go to to Double A and have a chance to repeat that level and and hopefully have some success. And then maybe not stay there the entire level. Has year. Al come in yet? I don't think Al has been in camp since games have started, which is okay. basically when I've been here. Okay. And then really quick, they got the real lineup. This is the this is a great lineup today for the Rangers. You're pretty much seeing opening day lineup. Almost. It's Simeon, Seeger, Lowe, Garcia, Heim, Grossman, Young, Taveras, and then DHing is Clint Frazier. So that would be the only one most likely who's not in your lineup on opening day. So, I mean, the Rangers are putting out their A team right here. I, I would tell you, yeah, I think that is probably the nine uh, who will start on opening day with Garver, DHing instead of Frazier. So yeah. that would be the only. And, and I don't know in that order. I think Leody will probably bat ninth. Uh, but yeah, I think I think you're looking at Robbie Grossman uh, and left. The only thing, if it's a righty, maybe they go with Brad Miller, depending on what they want to do. If Robbie Grossman is going to be the everyday left fielder, or if he's going to platoon with someone, that's one of the decisions that the Rangers have to make over the next few weeks. Can and will Frazier make this team? He can. Uh, I don't think he will. I think the odds are stacked against him a little bit. But another. A part of it, you know, not all his fault. What are they going to do with the catching spot? Are they going to 
carry two or three catches. Yeah. If they're not confident that Mitch Garver can take on enough of a workload behind the plate, uh, then maybe they carry Sandy Leone or a third catcher. Uh, that way they can keep Mitch healthy and keep his bat in the lineup, which is priority one. Yeah, that's real quick. Yeah. If you have Garver as your DH and Heim as your catcher, if for some reason Heim twists his ankle or something, you either lose your DH or you need another catcher on right. your bench. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and they, they seem comfortable if Garver can catch, you know, if they don't have concerns about him physically, it seems like maybe they'd carry two catchers, but it just seems to me like – it would make a little more sense to carry three, at least to start the year. Uh, you got a, you got a perfect third catcher in Sandy Leone. You don't care about him not getting at bats. He's a veteran catcher, switch hitter. Uh, so maybe, you know, maybe that plays a role. Uh, but that decision will impact how many position players they can keep, how many utility infielders can they keep an extra, you know, bat in the outfield like Clint Frazier. Uh, the power potential is, is definitely something that will work in his favor, but I just think it might be a numbers game at the end of the day. What are you looking for? I know this is just 30 pitches approximately. What are you looking for from Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker today? So if this was a regular season, like, double-A game, I, I'd really focus a lot on his fastball command because that, that was an issue last year. I, I don't know. I mean, you tell me, Micah. Is, is that something that you can – uh, really take anything away from here in a Cactus League outing or, or you know, because it, it, for I me, velocity is always something to look at for pitchers. I would look at throwing strikes. I want to see that he's challenging hitters, and I know it's only going to be a few hitters, but I want to see that he's challenging hitters, and I want to see if there is adversity that you don't see bad body language. Yeah. I, I think it's very important that you are on a bigger stage here. I know it's not the major leagues, but it's a major league spring training game that I want to see you are attacking the strike zone, that you're not afraid of contact, and two, that if you do give up a double or a home run, we don't see uh, discouragement on the mound. It's like, give me the ball, next hitter, let's go. Are you looking for something different then from Rocker than, than Jack because Jack's had a, had a year of, uh, of this already? Same thing. I just want okay. to see that they, they are not afraid to attack these hitters. Well, I, and with Rocker, and I don't know how much he's going to throw a slider, I, I'm just generally curious – how big league hitters react to the slider. Are they going to chase it as much as you know SEC hitters did? The answer is going to be no, but to what degree are they going to be able to lay off that pitch? Again, I don't know that you're going to get a fair representation here today. I'm also curious to see what Kamar Rocker's velocity is from his first pitch to the last fastball he throws in his outing. Zach, Zach are you feeling kind of the same vibe? Yeah, I am. I, I want to see him really shove it up the, the Oh, readers, yeah, the yeah. Readers, like, jo like Josh was talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, my I want, the, I want the hitters to leave the box and be like, man, <laughs> oh. he shoved it up my rear. Oh, my that was a moment that was with a great, Josh Young. Josh he, he said that to yeah, he said it twice. <laughs> he's, he's winning, <laughs> if he doesn't win Masterpiece of the Week, boys, we did something yeah. wrong. Right before he got called up to the big leagues, he was talking about how this team shoved it up his butt and the next team shoved it up his butt. <laughs> And we're like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. he is saying, like, he just was – he was coming into his major league debut struggling, struggling in, yeah. the, in the minor leagues. So It was kind of, kind of a moment. Now, last night we went to dinner, guys, and we had another chip fiasco. And I don't know how y'all feel about <laughs> this. That stupid but, kid no, I, gave the me first so much restaurant, The first restaurant we went to two nights this. ago said they would charge us extra for chips, never did. And then last night we ordered – there was queso ordered at the table at Chili's which Sean and RJ and Bobby are giving us a hard time for going to Chili's, which is spectacular, by the way. But our chips never show. They up. like spending $78 a meal and then getting ticked off with the company that won't. 
How come they wouldn't <laughs> let us go to Nick and Sam's <laughs> for a per diem? Like that is definitely their vibe. Well, but I, the chips took forever to arrive for well, the queso. The, the best part of that is usually you bring the queso with the chips. Yeah. Uh, you certainly don't bring the queso ten minutes before the chips. Yeah. But while the queso is sitting out there getting cold, and we asked about the chips. The response from the server he, was magical. I don't think I heard it. Oh, he looked and he, he looked like, at me because I. And said then he something. looked around and he goes, "We're doing the best. I'm doing the best I can." Oh, oh we're man. working on it. But, but oh, can, can we just go back to Monday or Sunday quickly? Mm-hmm. On the menu, it said that <laughs> yes. On the menu, it says all refills for chips and salsa are an additional three ninety nine after your initial serving. And then when we asked the the waitress about it. She's like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, you get three or four refills. It's after that when we're going to charge you. What? That is that not so confusing? They have it right well, on the menu. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If six tables that night see that, then I don't have to do six tables of free extra chips and salsa. Ooh, okay. So uh, now that's like, if they're saying. like, oh, I'm not even going to ask. We just asked. I have another theory. They she do charge immediately after, of course and they, they point out the front of the menu. It's only if you ask uh, about their bullcrap <laughs> policy, they're like, nah, it's your fine. It is a bullcrap policy, but the fact they brought out the queso before the chips. And that kid gave us effing yeah, attitude. attitude. I'm doing, oh we're doing the best Hold we the can. Queso. Just don't even bring out the queso <laughs> until the damn chips are ready. Are we, uh, are we going to be having another chip fiasco this evening, I guess, is the big question. We have a, we have a baseball wanna, game to stick around for here after I want to watch show. baseball, and then I want to get ready. I know this sounds weird. Mavs. Cocaine for bear? the Mavs and no. Pacers. Um, I wish I was there because I would want to give Rick Carlisle a standing ovation. I, I think Rick Carlisle doesn't get enough love for what he did for the Dallas Mavericks. All right. Guys, thank you all very much thank you very for much. coming around. Zach, you weren't invited. You're so always time. invited, hey, uh, Zach. Don't I left worry my about sho- it. my shoes in your room. Yeah, I know. I didn't know what to do when I left this morning. I was going to leave them out in the hallway, but I didn't want someone to take it. This sounds them. like an off-air discussion. We're gonna... Oh, does it all right, ever. I'm going to turn those mics off. Thank you, guys. I did want to give an update real quick. Uh, Kevin, if that's cool, if yeah. you're all right with this. Yeah. Lucy and uh, oh, yeah. Lucy and my wife, Adrian, have been up in Cleveland since Sunday. So we left Sunday to fly down here. They flew up to Ohio uh, so Lucy could go through another another round of EEG to check things out. Here's what we learned. This is the update. Again, she had a 90, over 95% spike rate before we started this clinical trial. In the last, the last time she went, the spike rate at night in sleep went down below 10, below 15%. Oh. And we are still there. So we're in that. More, even more significant is her is daytime. It is fantastic, Reginald. Thank cool. you for asking. I'd be so mean if I wooed. And yeah, like, that's bad news. <laughs> in, in addition to that, they said that her daytime spike rate has decreased even more. So in the daytime, we're not experiencing those wow. moments and lapses of not being in, present. Wow. And then on top of that, they're decreasing another medication that she's been on for many years hopefully to wean her off of that, and this will be the only thing that she'll have to be on. So thank you for everybody, all the Tolos out there. This is uh, I told Kevin That's maybe yesterday I was feeling pretty anxious about this. Like uh, we've had times when the results have come back and haven't been what we expected, and we were like, oh, crap. Uh, so to hear that everything's going in the positive trajectory is freaking awesome today. That 
is incredible, and that feels it feels like that counterbalances every bit of garbage and terrible news we'd have to do. And the today. stuff Eric did, you know, like it really does balance that out for us. So. Yeah, Your Jerry Jones breaking news today that he's yeah. possibly going to court. Dude, yeah. I met Ray Davis Maybe. in the clubhouse. Today. I shook his hand. Yeah, did I you did shake too. his hand? Too? I shook his hand. I thanked in your face, for, Kevin. I said, Thanks did you a lot. shake his hand? I did not. Oh, <laughs> sucker! He doesn't. Know. Oh. He said, "I said, hey, Mike Bassick, we've never met." He goes, oh, "I know who you are." Oh man, did he, he say that to you? Well, he didn't say that to me but i did thank well, him he said I, he said he loves the station so uh so he said he i said thank you for giving us something awesome to talk about this year sir and you what? didn't ask him to come on the show i didn't neither did i why the hell not i was nervous man the guy's a billionaire yeah he's a billionaire he can fire bro. us at any point yeah well actually i don't know if that's true i think he could okay. honestly all right oh that's that is concerning. What, you, what, what is the fan going to do if they say fire Corey Majors or fire Mike Bassick or we're taking that, the Rangers off the I air? Think, oh, they would fire us. Yeah, they would fire. This us. is a couple of years ago. Who knows? <laughs> we're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. You know what? I changed the next topic just for you guys. Thanks, Who do we fire? It's you don't know if it's good or not. It's Luca's birthday. <laughs> you get to grant him one basketball wish. What is it? Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five. Yeah, it could be a teammate. It could be maturity. Whatever the hell you want. One basketball wish plus injury updates. All of it next, right here on the fan. KNC masterpiece back here on one zero five through the fan. I know it's not a Friday, but here's a shout out for you. Shout out to Jonathan at the Casa Linda Chili's. He runs that, and Corey. Did you tell him that's where you and Adrian's yeah. first date was? Yeah, the Casa Linda, and I always said Casa, Kevin, because we grew up over there. So I, ah, I appreciate yes. you saying uh, it correctly. Yes. But we uh, we grew up in that neighborhood. That's the Chili's we always went to after high school football like games East, and East whatever. Dallas? Yeah, it's right there off of Buckner and, uh, and Garland Road. And that's where Adrian and I went on our first date. Uh, we we like I said we'd gone there our whole lives, so I was just like it's just easy. And then we went to AMC Theater in Mesquite. Uh, but what did you watch? What movie? Uh, Cruel Intentions. And did you give her a kiss afterwards? I did, and I felt like we were floating, and I had, my eyes were closed, oh and I felt God. like we were floating up by the by the lights. That could never happen to Kevin. He keeps nope. his eyes open for <laughs> the everything. Entire time. He's right. Hey, I do, but I do want to. Yeah, just in case, like there's an intruder. Or you something. never know, man. <laughs> He's ready. You Shout out to uh, Tolo Jonathan, who manages the Chili's over there in Castellinda, man. All right, so I'm gonna go check him out. Yeah, he said we need all I'm need go to be say up hi. there. Did you ever say stop looking at me? What? No, because she has her eyes closed. Reggie, what did you like say? Like a normal person. I said, aren't you married? Oh, I can't go check him out. Yeah, that's a, really, that's a good point. I am married. Maybe I'll just take her with You're me. You're allowed to check I'll people out. I'll go say hi. I'm going to go say hello. Can I do that, Reginald? Does that work? I don't know. I'm not your wife. Uh-huh. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's Luca's 24th birthday. Happy birthday. No Dude. negative things about Luca on this show. Happy birthday, Luca. If you could grant one basketball wish for Luca, yeah. what would it be you want me to read you some of these already i mean i would honestly mine would be that he stops paying attention so much to the refs as you might guess that is a popular choice from the 469 luca birthday wish for me would be able to call the refs stupid mfers and never get attacked that would probably because then he could still get that anger out of him and not uh not get in trouble from the 903 Luca's one wish never be injured. The five seven five, a real roster around him and a coach who can actually. Nope, you can only pick one. Yeah, you can uh, have the roster yep. or the coach. 
So we're going to go with roster on that one. All right. Uh, I'm stealing this from Reggie who texted me, and I tried to text him back, but I still can't text Android. Um, Good for you, Reggie. And I'm going to twist his a little bit. Reggie said a wish for a thousand wishes. I'm going to wish for uh, an, an infinite amount of wishes. If you wish for, for now, more than one wish, you will never win an NBA title. Oh, interesting. But I can play for a title. Sure, you mean I just don't have to win fifteen it. NBA it's finals. It's fun to be there. Like you can go get souped up, Jim Kelly up there, Mike. If if Luca lost six NBA titles uh, series, would you go? Man, I that was amazing that he got to six. Or would you always be furious that he just that they always lost? I'd be furious. It would be fun rides, but he would be – we don't think of Jim Kelly as a great quarterback. I mean, he is in the Hall of Fame. But but we, not like upper, upper echelon. Right, we're just like, yeah, man, he was a good quarterback. But we when we when you say Jim Kelly, you think of losing Super Bowls. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I think if you were – if Luka went to four – let's just say four NBA finals yeah. and lost all four, we'd think, hey, man, he was a good player, but he yeah. could never win. Well, Reggie, it appears that Kevin gave us a rule we didn't know about. He's a hater. That's yeah, why. he is a hater. <laughs> oh, yeah, big shock, Reggie. So I guess what I'm going to have to go with is uh, I would wish for Luca to get a big man that he could actually run basketball. Oh, he's got Dwight with. Powell. Come I, on. I legit, oh, you know what? Somebody posted this morning. If you took all the big men on, <laughs> yeah. on the Mavericks <laughs> roster and just put them all together, yeah. that's what they want. And yeah. I think it was uh, Laura Gunn said that's uh, essentially – and Kevin, you added this a fully uh, understood, uh, realized, Miles a fully yeah. realized Miles Turner is kind of what you're, what you want Luca to be able to play with. If you took all the guys on this team and smashed them together, that's kind of what you get, and Luca can run with that well, man. What would the Mavericks give for the science experiment that would allow them to remove the try hard and effort? From Dwight Powell and put it into Christian Wood, the, like and the Javel Magoo's body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like all they want in the world. Uh, from the nine seven two, their basketball wish wish for Luca get every call he whines about because then he would score like two hundred points a game. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's our, every shot he takes. Oh, I mean, for every sure. shot he takes that he misses, it's like, did you not? And even the ones he yeah, makes, fifty percent of the ones he makes, he's still mad at the ref. <laughs> and like that goes with it because he'll just keep yelling and one at them and i'm like it was like three possessions ago that seems to be the common theme for the 806 i wish the nba let you call your own fouls like pickup ball from the 559 my wish for luca he gets every call he thinks he deserves so that is it is his achilles heel i mean that, sure. that is the thing that disrupts him the most it's the weirdest thing it's not a, he can score on any human being in the nba he can score on any team in the nba he can handle all the things that the game throws at him and i know he needs to still get better you know he can improve he's still just turning 24 years old but the one thing that holds him back is he gets distracted by the referees reggie you texted into our uh, zoom chat basketball witch yep kevin said basketball witch oh, okay i thought that you were you were like you're you wishing for a basketball witch I, so that they know, could merge all the now. sinners you know what i might allow that just because of how intrigued i am at what exactly the basketball witch would do next is with her cauldron so my and and somebody did of course text in an athletic big you see that uh, athletic rebounding big from the 903. I agree with that. I, and I do too. I, I would hope I could go a little bit more across the board. I would wish for him to have a rest of the roster that's as good as Boston or Denver. Yeah. Because that way, even if he's still complaining, I think you can still get the job done. And also, 
then like there would be no more excuses because like I, I am curious and i want to bring this up maybe tomorrow or the next day like how much longer Jokic gets to cruise off of hey you're not in the nba finals you're not winning this NBA championships i think you're probably right about that and so i would love for him to be have that roster around him because then you could win an mvp and then there would be no more excuses so, it would live or die off of luca so you have another superstar already but you that's not good enough like you yeah. need an even better roster oh yeah because if super if you look at the next levels of Boston and Denver, I feel pretty good about that. Do they have two that. superstars? Denver? I, I wouldn't say superstars. I, I don't know that Boston does either. Uh, no, I think Jalen Brown's what, a four-time, like four years I in a row all-star? I think we love Jalen Brown and would love to have him on this team. I yeah. think we all do, but does any does the NBA consider him a superstar well, right but, now? And, okay, I, and yes, I, I, I will say yes. Okay, okay, but even if your answer is no, I would say right now, you take Kyrie and the rest of the roster, you flip it for Jalen Brown and the rest of the Boston roster in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I would definitely take a superstar downgrade for a – because I remember when we did that with the Warriors series and stuff with the Celtics is like, hey, do they have players or against the Mavericks? Do they have players two, three, four, five, six until you get to another Maverick before Kyrie? So you might be right in terms of superstardom, but I, I would I would make that trade. Mm. Now, in this superstar vein, and we can get to more of the birthday wishes. Did you see the latest from the Lakers? They said they will reevaluate LeBron in two weeks. Why? So not yeah. even. I heard it pop. That's what he said. Yeah, and yesterday and then he limped out of the arena. And I think yesterday on Instagram he said something like "this mf or hurts" or so, it's something like that that led you to believe that this was problematic. So I'll tell you what, I was wrong on Jalen Brown's resume. I thought it was better, honestly. Two-time All Star. I thought it was four-time All Star, but he's just a two-time All Star. Well, I mean, he's one of those not guys a superstar. That then you, that I, think, I guess I, I think every team would want him as their number it. two guy. Sorry. I think that like when we look at this team, when we look at him and we look at our team talent, we're like, man, if you could add a Jalen Brown, like it, that takes you to a different level because the talent they had before. But Kyrie's a different, like a, he's on a different plateau also. Like he's just in a different spot. I'm kind of surprised this didn't come up more from the 903. Their wish for Luca, a real owner. Man, burn on Mark Cuban. Um, well, and and with. We'll I, see. I, I guess a, my, my this... big problem with that is they're still hamstrung by some things that happened in the past. That's where they, they're still having to make up for the Dwight that's, Powell contract and a couple other things. And poor drafting. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I mean, the they Josh still Green... haven't paid off the poor Zingas trade yeah. yet. Yeah. So, still this year, the yeah. next two. Isn't that amazing that Jalen Brunson is a better, like he's leading a team to a better record? Remember when it was like, dude, you're going to a worse team. He actually went to a better team. And, and so that's no where I kind of look at the owner, and I'm like, okay, let's see what he can do when there are some other things that they that Nico Harrison can actually do with this. Because he just – dude, again, before the season, I would have not thought that the Mavericks would add Kyrie, like a, a, sure. a legitimate superstar next to Luka. And yet here we are. So I don't – like, Nico swung that one. He swung the, the KP get, it, get rid of him because everybody was tired of him. And now there he was standing there talking to Anthony Davis before the game the other day, so you know what's about to happen. From the 469, I wish Luca would have the infinity gauntlet and could just dust half of the competition. Wow. And so – I got a question about that. Okay. The infinity uh, hand. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. The the what's his name? What's his name again? Thanos. Uh, Thanos used it on his left hand, but Iron Man and the Hulk used it on their right hand to make to do their snap. But Traversal. Thanos did a left-handed snap. Why? Or is it because left-handed people are evil? Are evil. Okay. Yeah. 
That, we, yeah. Well, that explains that's, my anger. That's what that's what my kindergarten teacher thought. She was like, pop, sound right with your left hand. And so the injury update for LeBron, they'll reevaluate in two weeks, and obviously that sounds bad. Not he'll play in two weeks. They'll reevaluate him in two weeks. And I know their team sucks this year, but you see LaMelo Ball is not surprisingly officially out for and it's not the fake. rest of the he season. He broke his freaking ankle. His ankle, yeah. I wonder about the Ball family and their uh, just their genetics. I think Lonzo, great genetics. Yeah. Obviously, six foot six, super athletic, great basketball players. I mean, I get. I have to give the dad a lot of credit. He did a great job of developing his children. I know that the other one didn't make it, but he's still, you know, good basketball player. But I just wonder if somewhat the the genetics of the Ball family are just not going to allow their bodies to play and in today's game 65 nba basketball games i hope that's not the case because Lamelo is really fun to watch and lonzo would really seem to i know it's just half a season he really seemed to find a great fit in chicago and that team was looking strong so you, can i ask you this question yeah. do the lakers make even the play-in situation now without lebron he's gonna mm. miss at least I would say six games, and that's being very nice well, if he only misses six if, games. If D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Davis get on the same page and go after it together, maybe there's a possibility. I mean, Anthony Davis can carry you a ways as long as he stays healthy. How about their next games here at Memphis, at Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Golden State, Memphis? Those are huge games because they're all meaning like – we're, besides Memphis, you're locked in with Oak City, Minnesota, and Golden State trying to get a play-in situation. I think it's not. I'm not saying likely. I think it's possible because Minnesota and New Orleans are playing like butt. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think they've got a shot. That's we're, funny. We're the KNC masterpiece. We've used butt a lot on this show today. <laughs> not just not like Josh Young did though. Coming up next, let's chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Next, right here on the Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Courtesy of DM Leasing, it is time for our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. And today, that means Brian Broadus. Gentlemen, sir, how are you today? Doing very well, Heggy. Thanks for asking. Absolutely. Are you pumped about the game today? Because we've been excited all day about Lighter and Rocker, even if they aren't starting things out. Yeah, I'm very excited because, and then I get distracted. Like I sure. was, I was really interested in watching the Brewers and the Royals play yesterday. Yeah. You know, and I was kind of making reference. I, I always like notice things that are going on, and I figured out this basic. Okay, you know, if you get a lot of guys on base, the first base coach it looks like Dick Sporting Goods in his hands. He's yeah. carrying like <laughs> he's carrying gloves. He's carrying like uh, batting discs. He's or thumb discs. He's carrying sleeves he's got it all down i'm there. glad you brought that up because this weekend my 13 year old was playing their first tournament and it's a great dad who loves baseball he's coaching too much first gear base. protective Not, gear but you really need to watch the first base coach people don't watch this or watch the third base coach yeah. if this is what you do for your son's team when there's a runner on let's say second and third you are wa you're not watching the pitcher you're watching the second baseman and the shortstop so when you watch a first base coach Watch what they do. They're not even really watching the pitcher. They're watching the middle infielders because if one sneaks behind, a pick is on. You don't need to be watching the pitcher. The shortstop and second baseman have to break before the pitcher makes a move, and you have to tell the second base runner, I got you. I got you. Don't, I got your shortstop. I got your second baseman. And if they start moving, you got to yell, careful, 
as soon as they move. Oh, and wow. then if you see that then something's on back, but careful means start making your way back to the base. If they don't pick, that's fine. We can't get picked off here, but there's a lot of responsibility. When a guy's running from second to third to home, you will see the third base coach start making his way towards home plate to give himself more time to make a decision. So if he wants right. to hold him up after two steps past third base, he's not in the coach's box. He's working his butt yeah. off to get towards home plate. And those hands plate. are up. Stop. Right. No, man. Stop. The Royals said that happened yesterday. That third base coach sent a guy from second who I thought was going to score. Uh, but it was a heck of a throw by the center fielder. I love plays at the plate. Now, I've kind of tried to figure out about the blocking rules. you got to you know, give you can them kinda, a half can, of the plate. You can kind of half A block yeah. it, or you can kind of like really block it and make that umpire have to make a call yeah. on you. But it's fun. I think a lot of parents that want to be coaches need to actually watch, go to games and watch the coaches and what they are doing in situations because usually a dad will want to watch the kid bat. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this is what stinks. This is why part of me doesn't want to coach at times because when my kid's up to bat, if I'm coaching first base and there's a runner on first or second, I can't watch him hit. Mm -hmm. I cannot divert my attention to my kid hitting the baseball. I have a job to do with the runners on base. Now, I'm sure you guys will have plenty of space to talk about this today, but your thoughts about the problems continuing to mount up for the Commanders and the Cowboys. The problems in what way? Off-field stuff. Off-field stuff. Yeah, that's, you know, in football, it's always going to be something that you deal with, especially now with everybody in Indianapolis at the Combine. You know, now you have all yeah. the media, all the owners, all the coaches, all the personnel guys. So, it's just magnified. I mean, and that's the thing you always, you know, you worry about in the off season. And you know, you these these we we always always felt like, man, we could protect these guys when they were in our building. Yeah. There were things that were outside, you know, that were struggles. And you know, with ownership and problems like that, you know, that's something you really can't control. I mean, I, you know, these owners, you know, with it, there's owners that believe that Daniel Snyder is dragging this whole sale thing out. And they're like, listen, sell the team, move on. You told us what you were going to do. And it kind of felt like a threat yesterday it when he was like, I, 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 I want protection or else y'all kiss my but, ass. But see, I worked for Jerry oh. Jones for 14 years. And so, you know, I mean, hey, he's 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 no different than a lot of you know businessmen and women out there that, you know, if you're going to put yourself in certain situations, then yeah. you probably got to answer the answer the bell. Hi, Kevin. I think when you were talking about all the problems, my first thought was with one of his uh, co-hosts, Eric, and what happened today. And Zach. And, Don't and leave. Zach yeah. when wow. they went to the clubhouse as rookies and yeah. didn't know exactly the etiquette that they were yeah. supposed to be dealing with. And yeah. you How do you deal with them? How do I do with those sorry, two? I'm sorry, Corey. Yeah. yeah, just how do you let me, make it through? Let me be real honest What's here. What's their deal? Yeah. Yeah, let me be real honest here. Last uh, three, four months they've been on the show, we've either been in the top one, two, or three in ratings. So okay. I'm dealing, <laughs> I am totally dealing uh -huh. with these kids because if it was me and Dawson doing that show, now good. Lucius Lucius could save us. There's no question yeah. about that. Those young kids have kind of given us some life. Okay. So this old crusty man here is not if, – if they need me to carry their bags, buy them a brat, help him with soda shake, whatever I have to do, I'm going to do it because those two old kids are gold mines. Those, their confidence they are, is, they are. is there. Okay, now I heard about – I just learned about this. So they went into the clubhouse yeah. sat on the couch and yeah. stuff? Yeah, The okay. couch one was shocking to me. The logo – I like – 
I've heard. I remember I, when I, I first got there. I violated this because I didn't know it. Because uh, there's a giant carpet in there with the Rangers You don't walk on the logo. logo. You walk around the logo. Exactly. Yeah, I do, do not. And I, I know there are some people who don't care, but I just to avoid it, I was like, who that's am I? That's in a lot of locker yeah. rooms and clubhouses. Yeah, you too. walk around the logo. Yeah. But Eric sat on the couch where they usually have, sometimes it's just the players, but frequently it's the pitchers that are going to be going mm -hmm. that day. And apparently. Did he lay down? He just sat on oh, the couch put and put his. around a guy. Yeah. Okay. Cross his okay, leg. Okay, so and... I assume that he was with Nathaniel Lowe, yeah, right? Because Nathaniel Lowe is kind of he, – he's kind of a fun guy to be around. <laughs> Very nice guy. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, if uh, putting his arm around him and kind of buddying up, I kind of appreciate it. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to Eric maybe taking the mic, the live mic, and going in the crowd and just interviewing people, maybe getting down on the field like he's a – like he's a dugout reporter, you know, asking questions while you're doing it. It was great, too. He's a brave guy. He really is a brave guy. For Eric, Sean and RJ wanted to have him on the morning show. And so he's like, guys, he told all the Rangers in the clubhouse, can you guys be quiet? I got to do my morning hit here. <laughs> oh, on for Zach? The yeah, for Zach. Around. And so Zach's on his phone in the clubhouse. And Rich Rice politely said, hey, uh, if you're taking phone calls, we would rather you do that on your personal time outside so are of are you guys house. saying it was really kind of a disaster to start uh, the whole situation? Yeah, there was, yeah. Was, it a, was it a life learning was, lesson yeah, kind of thing? relationship stuff we have to okay. go through now. We're not sure if Eric learns lessons. That's what that's <laughs> yeah. what Zach told us. He goes, I don't know. Again, that's you know, that's sometimes you get in the top three on your show because you have a little craziness. Yeah, a little confidence there. No Man, question. Kevin, that's like whenever we would walk in and Tyrone Crawford would see us and he'd be like, Oh, here come these guys. Yeah. Like, he knew what we were getting, and then Jason Garrett would have to walk by and just let us know that he was there so that we weren't goofing off too much. How you doing, guys? <laughs> exactly. I do think that. He How would, you doing, guys? He would just he walk. give you that hate smile. Yes. <laughs> he hates smile me more than anybody in that organization. I put his picture up. He actually have to walk past my cubicle to get to the press conference, and I put the picture up that he got. That he uh, It was for him uh, when he won the Coach of the Year Award in 2016. Yeah. So I have this huge picture of him <laughs> on my cubicle oh, that he yeah. sees when he's walking by. And I would hear him. I'd stand up and I'd go, hey, coach. And he'd hate smile me. He's like, hi, right, Brian. He's like mannequin face, you know, like ventriloquist. He'd that, say it without moving his lips. That's what he did to yep, us did because it. we would be having interviews. He would just walk like by our yeah, general yeah, vicinity yeah. for 10 minutes. would see the players minutes. laughing with yeah. us and he'd go, I can't have like, that. Yeah, can't, no, have, I can't. can't have any fun. <laughs> and then the one day out on the field when he ducked our interview request oh, by walking further out into the field. Yeah. Oh, he'd go out and do yoga. Yeah. yeah like, you know, hey, coach, don't worry about us here. We're on deadline. Don't worry <laughs> about us. Don't leave before I talk yeah. to them. Yeah. You know what? Eventually, he was right. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you. Uh, what we do you... outlasted him. That's what I was told. <laughs> I said, I'll be here longer than you. Man, <laughs> that is a good point. Like what me do you... and Mike McCarthy. That's right. <laughs> what do you fellas got coming up on the program today? Pure gold is always, Heggy. Yes. Thanks for asking. I don't have the show sheet for me. I know we're talking a lot of Rangers. We're talking a lot of Cowboys. We've got some thoughts about the Mavs. We're going to be one-stop shop for everything for you today. All That's right. what we promised Plus, you today. got Rangers baseball in the background. Absolutely. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. Stop that, Mike. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Stop it. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say a good game, Kevin. Good game.